You're listening to the audio-only version of American RVer. To see the video podcast, go to AmericanRVer.com and click on the video link for the show on the homepage. Welcome to American RVer and 2013. We're glad you joined us. On this show, Peggy helps you count calories by showing you how to make a 3-2-1 cake, a quick small cake for a sweet treat with no leftovers. Our new feature, RV Tips and Tricks, is next with Ron and Sandy Jones. They make suggestions on evaluating your next RV purchase. Finally, Brett Howard gives us a lesson on an advanced leveling technique, a quick air dump. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the show. Welcome to a brand new edition of American RVer. I'm Peggy Gritch. Thanks for joining us. The new year is here. It's 2013 and many of you have New Year's resolutions and maybe one of those resolutions is to lose weight. So what we're doing this time in our cooking segment is offering you a very quick, very easy, very low calorie dessert. It's called a 3-2-1 cake. Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you've seen it online. Maybe one of your RV friends gave it to you like they did to me. I'm just going to show you how to do this quick and simple dessert. All you're going to need, two cake mixes. The first one is an angel food cake mix. That's got all of your egg whites and everything that's going to make your cake rise. And then whatever flavor of other cake mix that you want. I happen to choose uh, German chocolate this time because I am a big chocolate fan. What we're going to do is mix the two cake mixes together in a big Ziploc bag and that will evenly disperse the egg whites in with the rest of the, the cake mix. So let me just take care of that. Make sure your uh, Ziploc bag doesn't have a hole in it. Uh, <laughs> those kinds of things can happen. Whew. It's very powdery so just be, uh, be careful and try not to spill it on the floor as you go along otherwise you've got some cleanup to do. So who doesn't like a chocolate cake and German chocolate is really awesome. When it comes to topping these cake cakes, there's lots of things you can do, but the, the most exciting part is just being able to make this in, in about 10 minutes total by the time you mix everything together and, and cook it in the microwave. So I'm just sealing my bag, making sure I've got a good seal, and I'm just going to mix them. Whew. Now the thing is, you're only going to make maybe one, or if you've got uh, someone else with you, maybe two cakes at a time. And that's the beauty of this is, you know how if you make a whole big pan of cake, um, it gets old rather fast, otherwise you're taking it somewhere and giving it away. This way you can just make one cake at a time and enjoy that simple fresh dessert. Okay, I have mixed up my cake mixes. Remember it's the angel food cake and then whatever other kind that you want. Just get a little ramekin, a little bowl, um, anything that can be used in the microwave. And we're going to take three tablespoons of cake mix. That's the three and the three, two, one. Put those in my bowl. There's three tablespoons. We'll set that aside. And then we're going to add two tablespoons of water. So three, two, one. There's three tablespoons of the cake mix, two tablespoons of the water. And then we're just going to mix those up. Doesn't take long at all. Okay. 
and you'll get a nice consistency. Just take your time, get it well mixed. You don't want any powder left over. And it's just going to be a thin cake batter. I didn't have to spray the ramekin or the little um, bowl at all because you want that cake to rise up on the side of the bowl so there's no need to actually put any pan spray or anything in it. And since you're mixing it in the bowl that you're going to eat it out of, there's very little um, dishes to do at the end. Okay, here's the one part. We're going to put it in the microwave, cook it on high for one minute. Okay, my cake is done. Okay, it's not too hot, so I'm just taking it out with my hands. Eh, if you want to use a hot pad to do that, you can. You can see the consistency of the cake is a little airy. And really, before you put any toppings on it, you probably should let it sit and cool for about 15 minutes, because you can serve this with a dollop of frosting, some fresh fruit, whipped topping. You know, if you're going to put whipped topping on, on a hot cake, you know what that's going to do. It's just going to turn into mush. So what I did is I'm going to, I'm not going to wait the full 15 minutes, but I have some uh, frozen berries that I'm just going to put on the top. Try not to spill them all over the floor. Doesn't that look nice? And since I'm not waiting my 15 minutes, I'm just going to put my dollop of whipped topping on top of the frozen berries and hope that it doesn't uh, melt all over the place. Now there is a simple, easy dessert, low calorie, fun, quick, and you don't have all that cake just sitting on the counter waiting for you to eat it. It'll help you keep your New Year's resolutions. We'll be back with more of American RVer. And if you'd like this recipe, just check out our website, AmericanRVer.com. Thanks. We'll be right back with RV tips and tricks. An RV service facility and dealership should put the customer first. The service writers, office staff, techs, and salespeople must be geared towards making the customer happy and coming up with solutions for any problem. This customer-first attitude is found in the Southeast's best sales and service center, Alliance Coach. Customer service sets Alliance Coach apart from other dealerships. With full-service bays, a customer campground and lounge, reasonable rates, and knowledgeable staff, they guarantee your satisfaction. Experience a different kind of RV service center. Experience Alliance Coach in Wildwood, Florida. Buying an RV is serious work. You always love the look that their decorators have given the coaches, but can you really live in it? One of the things that Ron and I recommend anyone buying a, an RV is to politely send the salesperson back into the showroom and just ask that if you can sit there and enjoy this RV for, oh, several hours by yourselves. I recommend that you bring some things with you, maybe a magazine or a book, so that uh, you can really spend some time in the RV. I also recommend that, since you're making this huge investment, that you bring some things from home that you might be regularly using in the RV, like pillows on the bed, for instance. Give it some serious time. Take your shoes off, lie down. If you happen to like spoon sleeping, then do that. But stay there and lie down on that bed for and give it a good 30-40 minutes. 
um, if you have a chair in the RV, I'd recommend that you sit in that chair for, again, a good hour, take a magazine or a book to read. You might also want to check out how you can live in the RV with various slide-out combinations in the closed position. Ron, can you offer some more? Yeah, especially with the slide-outs, the, uh, a lot of people look at, uh, look at an RV with the slides in the out position. And that makes sense because that's, uh, that's, that's the best way. But uh, you're going to find yourself in a position at various times where you simply can't put all the slides out. Maybe you can only put one out of four or two out of four or any number of, any number of situations like that. Uh, for example, we were in one western campground, small campground, where uh, we had the, roughly the last site, but we couldn't put slides out on one side because there was a big cactus there. It just wouldn't go out. So you need to know if that RV is usable with the slides in. And you also need to try the slides in every configuration, front out, back in, uh, and so forth. So bottom line is you need to find out if you can get to the refrigerator, get to the bathroom, and then maybe even get to your underwear drawer and closets with the slides in or out. And uh, what works? That takes some time and will take some energy and take some effort on your part while you're looking at this almost all day long. You also need to look uh, where you're gonna store your, your smaller appliances. Where are you gonna put the coffee pot with a toaster oven, the trash can, your computer, your shoes, your pots, your underwear, and, and the list goes on. It, whatever you take with you, has, there has to be a place to put it. You cannot leave it out on the counter and drive down the highway. If you had to make a panic stop, those items sitting out will turn into missiles and will hurt people. So you must do that. With We always recommend with people that are buying an RV, don't buy anything that needs to be stored outside in the compartments until you first get the RV. We have people, we know of people that, for example, have bought a really nice grill, barbecue grill, but when they get the RV, it, the grill simply won't fit in the storage compartment. Buy the RV first, then the grill and the ladder and the outdoor table and whatever else you're going to take with you. Uh, utilities, when you're looking at this RV during that all-day period, you need to, oh, we recommend that, that, that you should open the utility cabinet, pull out the electrical cord, pull out the hose all the way, uh, hook up the, the, uh, the sewer hose. Uh, see how easy it is, how convenient it is. If it's convenient in a warm day and the sun's shining and it's daylight, would it be convenient on your knees, on gravel? In a, in a downpour at night, and uh, how easy would it be? So it takes a long time to look at these RVs because you're gonna spend a lot of money on them. And like buying a house, it just takes time, multiple looks, and, and then spend some time in there because you'll spend time in there when you actually get the RV. Thank you. Uh, we enjoyed this. Don't forget to visit our website at aboutrving.com.
time for a tech tip brought to you by Alliance Coach in Wildwood, Florida. Hello, I'm Brett Howard with Alliance Coach. Uh, today we're going to be discussing advanced leveling techniques. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to show you how to exhaust your air system so that when you dump your coach for leveling, it'll keep your coach closer to the ground. All right, I need to caution you before we start this process that you read your owner's manual and know the specific operation of your coach and your jack leveling system. On this particular coach, it requires the engine to be running to um, run these jacks. So for our purposes here, the engine is running. But the first thing that you're gonna do is you're gonna hit, hit the brake pedal. And you're holding the brake pedal because we're gonna be using the park brake plunger in order to dump air quickly. So we're holding the brake pedal. We're gonna push the park brake plunger down about halfway, holding our fingers beneath it and allowing air to exhaust. Some people will merely just pump the brake pedal, which takes some time and gets all the attention of the people in the park. Um, also, while you're dumping the air with the park brake plunger, you can also be hitting the air dump button. At this point, you've got the air reservoir low enough that if you start the leveling procedure, the coach is gonna lower to the ground um, the most that it can. Once you've got the air down below 50 pounds, you can go ahead and proceed with your standard leveling procedure. Hope you find that helpful. You guys have a great day and look forward to seeing you on more of Alliance Coach Tech Tips. Thank you very much. Thanks for watching this month's Tech Tip, sponsored by Alliance Coach. the best RV sales and service center in the southeast, call Alliance Coach in Wildwood, Florida at 866-888-8941 or go to www.alliancecoach.com.